Yo, <laughs> what's up? Another episode of Flavor World Records Podcast number eight or something. We here with Jeremiah. GX. AKA GX. Hey. AKA Uncle G. AKA hey, GX1000. Hey, hey, man. Uncle G ain't even in this thing right now. Kid. AKA <laughs> Jeremiah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to have you here, bro. We just finished the live set with you. Yes. It was yes. a good one, man. It, it, was felt, a good it one. felt really good. It felt, it felt really good, good, dude. And like, I was saying this, you know, behind the scenes, but like, I feel like we had a couple camera angles that I was just like, this whole live set's in the bag. Like, I don't even yes, got to worry about none of this. Yes, sir. So that's all good. Right. Killed the performance. Brett's going to nail that audio mixing. All things considered. Beautiful job by everybody. Happy to have you here. Yes, sir. Happy to be here, man. So, first things first, how do we know each other, man? Well, we went to high school together. Yo, So, yo. we go way back, but... Sh- Shadunga days. Shadunga days. <laughs> Quit with yes, that, dude. Yo. Dude, that just stopped me in my tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's too deep. That's for too real, deep. But, like, okay, but we working together now because yo. of the Mirage, really. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's what really linked us back up in the adult days. Yeah, you know, yeah. Post Shadunga sure. days come the adult days. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious with your connection to the Mirage, because we've had Wavy on the show, we've had Axel on the show, yeah. and I've heard their perspectives on how they kind of entered the equation, how they got to form in the group. What's your perspective on that same story? How'd you get to know them? How'd you get involved? Where'd you start, et cetera? Uh yeah, so so I had known Axel since about I say like eighth eighth grade. Um and then, you know, fast forward a few years, uh we had we had our own little group and then uh You and Axel? Yeah. What it was, was that called? Uh fuck, there was like three it was like Street Poets, there was Code One Eight Seven, uh what was the? It was like Vice Boys too. I, I don't oh. think I was in Vice Boys, but yeah, um, that's so, cool though. Y'all so, just clearly were trying to work with each other. Yeah, yeah. So it, and it's been it's been Axel from the jump with me. Um, but yeah, and then uh, I think Code One Eight Seven was the last one, and uh, Axel had told me like, "Yo, my my boy Juan, he's starting up uh, the Mirage." Um, you know that's where I'm finna go. So I was trying to like kind of decide, and I think I think I wanted to to just go like solo at that point. So um, I ended up doing a show, and I was the I was the opener for the Mirage. No the, way. Yeah, yeah. At, uh, <laughs> Yo. at Midway, it was at Midway, um, and yeah, that's I I think after that was kind of like that was almost like the draft combine or something like. <laughs> uh, Juan was like, yeah, bro, you should just join. So I think after that, it was it was history. I love that. So after joining the Mirage, which for <clears throat> listeners that don't know, first off, get known. Come on now. Get known. It's Learn the, the Mirage. Um, but for listeners that don't know, it's a Minneapolis collective of a few different artists, 
all you multidiscipline. We were kind of talking about that. Like Axel just showed us some photos. Cold 100%. as hell. Wavy we, in his podcast, we were talking about how he kind of joined as the photographer mm-hmm. and then started his music career. What are some just like benefits you get from being in the Mirage? Um, perspective, like, uh, I and I, I was kind of talking about this earlier. It's like when you're when you're kind of just in your own house in your in your own basement and you're doing whatever you're doing, um, you're only getting like your perspective. So uh, for me, like joining the Mirage was. Uh, I was I was hearing new new type of music. I was I was seeing uh business moves that I never thought were a part of the music shit. Like Juan was Juan was uh making shows happen and I'm like, "Bro, how did you get in touch with so and so like um shooting videos like there's there's just a whole uh wide range of things that 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 you learn when you have more people uh to kind of bounce ideas off of and 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 just talk to on a day to day basis, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I say like perspective, bro, um, huge, it's yeah. Huge. And another thing I see with you guys, honestly, is like momentum, yeah. where it's like everybody's working. It's like, oh, Juan's booking shows. I better get my tracks ready. Yeah, yeah. Or like you guys, I know you'd be doing like meetings and shit yeah like doing weekly meetings and stuff you know what i'm saying so it's like oh we got a meeting on friday i better have something new to say like yeah accountability and like everybody's moving forward so like even if you're slacking that momentum's still going forward 100 percent. and so that's a powerful thing of like linking up with a group and especially when you guys are like i mean it's quite apparent now like you guys are like brothers like not just friends but like brothers in this and like That's where things really align. The chemistry. Yo. Well, shout out the Mirage. We got a couple in the house tonight. Axel chilling here. Wavy chilling hey, hey, here. Hey. They're sitting here. Oh, they, they just threw up some hype signs. <laughs> I love them. I love you all so much. It's honestly an honor. I'm excited to just keep running through the Mirage down the list yeah, <laughs> for, for the live sets. For real. <laughs> it's really an honor to get to meet you all and like doing these interviews have been a great joy of mine to like have a conversation and get to know and that's kind of what brett was saying you know like i was trying to kind of mic everybody up for this podcast but yeah. he was like nah like let's keep it just drew and g like yeah. let's let's get down to that discussion i've been i've been practicing interviews oh. on, on these on these car rides <laughs> on these car rides i'm about yeah. to pull out some nardwar shit like <laughs> in eighth grade you were listening yeah. to this I'll song sc- bro like, i'll be scared for that bro <laughs> <laughs> No, sorry, I'm not. I'm not quite that uh, rehearsed <laughs> yet. I love that. Um, well, one thing about you and your music journey that definitely like interests me the most is that you do your own production. You're yeah. making your own beats. Yep. That has like, I mean, I could talk about that all day. And, like me too. We were talking about that earlier, and like, I just feel like so many of my favorite rappers are the ones that make their beats too. Yeah. And I feel like that's a lot of the reason why we see like Tyler the creator like top in the charts right now. Yes. It's cuz since he's making his own beats, he's got a lot more artistry in it. It's a lot more of Tyler through yeah. and through. Like he 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 has a connection with the beats like and you can hear it. Mhm. Mhm. And the lyrics are almost just like 
a part of that beat yeah. instead of just like layering the lyrics on the beat. Exactly. Yo. You get a lot more creative control that way. Yeah, 100%. So with that, where did you, I mean, did you get into production first, rapping first? Yeah, so uh, really when I, I think like the first time I ever tried to like manipulate music, I, I was making a, I was making like mashups, so I would I would take like a random ass beat. Uh, like I remember I made this one. It was like Fifty Cent. It was like a Fifty Cent beat, and like some uh, Jay Z lyrics or some shit like that, and just mashed them up. And then I was like, Well, what if I make my own beat and uh, and then and then throw some Jay Z lyrics or some Eminem lyrics? And th- and that's where I started making beats. Um, I never, I never like saw myself being a rapper though, or like being mm. a singer or anything like that. Um, until so, I would, I would be making beats and I, I would like send them to the homies like in high school, and they'd be like, "Uh, oh, you know, this beat's cool, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know." Like they were, they were oh, this part, this, yeah, 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 like this they, part. they be, they be hyping them up, but there was no shot that they were for the use of actually, mm-hmm. but. Um, but yeah, I, I I was like, well, if nobody else wants to use them, I'll I'll give them a shot. And and uh, it was definitely hard to like find that synergy. But um, they were my beats, so I I kind of felt like I knew how to how to connect with them. So that's kind of like where that started. Mm. So almost like no one else was rapping over them. Yeah. But someone had to rap yeah, over them. Yeah, exactly. Like I, bro, I. I think I would I would title him like Drake type B and I I had visions of like bro Drake I know Drake would hop on this if he heard it like <laughs> yeah. so I I just I just had to like try bro mm-hmm. So did it start with beats for you or did you like play piano before that or Nothing, did you bro I I had negative a thousand uh <laughs> music talent like before I started this it's it's actually wild. Yeah. So did you start on GarageBand or something? Like, how'd you get that first step into production? Uh, f- production was uh, FL Studio. That was the that was the. Well, I I guess like Mixcraft was like the first uh, DAW I ever used, but FL Studio for like for production that was the first one. Mm-hmm. What made you get into it initially? If you know, because I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, my parents forced me to do piano right. and I hated it. But then I got a MIDI controller and realized I could make beats. You know, so like what got you into it initially? Um, I was just I was just like I was just one of them kids that was always trying to like find something new to do like on my computer. Like I was just be at the crib. So I, I had like I had like the software to like uh try and like program video games and then I found like some music shit. So I was like, well, this is a new program, like let me try and learn this and then uh I don't know, I guess like hearing Drake's music and, and Kendrick and like J. Cole, um, kind of that soul and and the jazz, like I don't I don't know what it was. It just uh, something clicked with me, and I was like, I want I want to I want to try that. I want to try to make make something that they could they could rap on. So, 
you were bored with tech in front of you and yeah. you caught a bit of inspiration. 100%, bro. The rest like, is history. Yeah. Drake going to be opening for you in two <laughs> years. Yeah. And and also, like, I just wanted, I just wanted like, something cool to show people that I created. Mm. Like, I feel like I was always destined to do something, like, creative and, and have something to show people. So I feel like that was part of it, too. That's true. I feel like with that, though, it's kind of interesting that you started with beats. Because I feel like a lot of people, you know, are creative and want to show their friends something. So they start with rapping. Yeah, where yeah. Where they're like, oh, I got this YouTube beat. I'm going to lay down a freestyle on it and send it to 10 homies. Yeah. But real. you you were trying to show your friends something, and you went into production. Yeah. I don't... Oh, yeah, it's kind of backwards, but... I. <laughs> backwards it, it works sounds dude. like forwards to me man <laughs> come on now so what's your process like when you're making a song of course the beat probably comes first do you just make a beat without like thinking about the lyrics and then you lay some lyrics on top of it or do you kind of do them hand in hand what's the process like it's uh it usually uh yeah usually it'll start it'll start with like um It'll start with like a little piece. So like sometimes a piece can come from anywhere. Like it could be a lyric or it could be a melody or it could be like a chord progression um, or even like a like a drum bounce that, that's in my head. But um, it'll usually start with like one piece and then I'll just keep adding pieces. So like it's it's never like the same process, but... Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, get, I'll get like halfway through making a beat and then I'll be like, okay, let me start planning out where the hook is gonna go, what the where the chorus is gonna go, a verse. Um, what do I want to do with my vocals here? Then I'll start trying to plan out words, or or sometimes I'm I'll I'll just make a whole beat and then like forget about it for two weeks and and tap into the studio and some crazy shit will come out. Mm. It's it's pretty random, low key, but. I like that, though, how it all kind of comes to life at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember we were talking to TYSM, Elijah, yeah. and he was saying, like, oh, sometimes I have, like, beat days, production days, and then mm -hmm. some days I have lyric days. Yeah, 100%. Do you feel yeah. that as well, where, like, sometimes you're trying to write lyrics, sometimes you're trying to make the beat? Yeah, so, sometimes it's, like, uh, sometimes I'll have, like, I'll have five beats, and it's, like, uh fuck I can't I can't make no more beats like I'm I'm stuck on you know whatever so that'll be one of those lyric days or I have I have so many lyrics and not know what the fuck to do so I'll I'll try and make some beats or something like uh it kind of just depends on the vibe sometimes I definitely get tapped out in one area so then I'll go make a beat or write or whatever mhm mm but uh, usually it just it just comes together. It's weird how it comes together. It's like magic. Yeah, literally. No, magic. I feel that, and that's like, I mean, just being a multidisciplined creative is good for that exact reason. And like, I feel that because if you know oh, I'm on this painting wave, I'm painting some shit, and then I get bored, I hit a rut or something like yeah. that happens. That's natural. Yep. And it's like it's nice to have something else to go to. Yeah. Where you can keep that creative momentum going forward. Yeah. But you're not like sitting back and just watching Netflix all the all the yeah. time until you're feeling lyrically inspired again. Yeah. Something like that. It's nice that you can oh I'm making these beats. Now I got five beats and I'm bored. 
Well, I'll just lay some lyrics on them. Yeah. There were there was like a there was like a whole period of time uh before I started working on GX uh the album where I was like I was like kind of like fighting myself cuz I I really honestly didn't want to like make beats and like cuz I knew like the amount of effort I would have had to put in and it's like fuck I'm going to have to put 10 effects on the on the hi-hats like bro that's doing too much so I so I couldn't find no beats and blah 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 so I'm like sitting there watching Netflix and doing all this shit looking at the computer like bro I really don't want to fuck with you today and then one day I was just like bro all right just make some beats bro and and hop in and that's like that's like where the whole album came from like I made all those songs within two weeks after after just trying, like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the new album's GX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When's that coming? Soon, right? Soon, yeah. July 20-something? So so the EP, which is... It's just going to be two singles off the album. Um, that's coming on the 24th of July. Cool. And then uh, the, the full GX album will be August... 20 something somewhere somewhere late august cool cool do you have everything done for that project at the moment or are you still working on it uh i i I keep saying this to people but it's it's 99 percent done Mm -hmm. so i feel that it needs that extra little spice yeah (laughs) i love that so with the Beats and the songs that you're making, one thing I've noticed, and we actually talked a little about it, you kind of got a signature sound, right? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. especially on the vocals. Yeah. You know, yeah, you yeah. got this distortion sound to it. Yeah. What well, kind of run me through that? Where that come from? Why do you do that? Where'd you find that signature sound? So it came from, uh, it came from, I was, I was recording like regularly, uh, no, no, like distortion or nothing. And then uh, I wanted to, I wanted to use distortion for like ad libs and uh, just like background vocals. And um, I really, I liked how it sounded. And then I think I, I had like a crazy experience with with some uh, with some shrooms. And then like the next day. I recorded half the song regularly, and then like the second hook, I used distortion like fully. And after that, I was like, "Bro, like that should be my shit. Like I should mm-hmm. use that." And it just felt like I don't know. Like I could I could yell into the mic. I could be loud. I could miss fucking every note, and it would still sound good to me. And mm-hmm. it, it it just made me like more comfortable, I guess. And and I feel like my microphone isn't the greatest of quality, so it's like like fighting fire with fire, like nice. distorting the vocals, and then the mic is like fucked up already, so they're kind of like meshing in a weird way. I, I don't know. It, it kind of became my signature, I guess. Mm-hmm. You kind of heard it and knew. Yeah, yeah, for real. Hmm. So you said you opened for the mirage at a live show once yeah yep. that's fascinating to me um i've seen you perform 
once, maybe. I've seen you perform with the Mirage before. Um, and I saw you perform today for the live set. Yeah, yeah. But what else? Like, how many live performances have you done? Have you done a good amount? Did you do any? Like, how many before COVID? Ah, uh, shit. Um, more than five? Def- yeah, I, w- I would say more than five. Um, yeah, <laughs> I would say anywhere from like five to ten. Uh, if I can remember, bro, it's it's been like like four years. We've been we've been doing shows every every now and again. You've so been I, at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'll say like anywhere from like five to ten, maybe. Mm-hmm. A little bit more than 10, I don't know. Other than opening for the Mirage, what's a notable story? A cool place you played, somewhere you opened for, somewhere the crowd was extra rowdy? Uh, I, I, I'll say this. Um, my favorite show ever, uh, we, did, we did Skyway. Mm. And... Um, <clears throat> I think I think that was like the first show we ever had where the stage was like elevated. Mm. So like uh I don't know, it was just wild and like the whoever went before us brought the energy and and it carried into into our set and um I don't know, it was just it was just super wild. I had a clean ass outfit on. People was taking clean ass pictures. Hey. Uh people was teed up the whole time. Like that was, that was like one of my favorite shows ever. Vibes were right. Yeah, 100%. I like that. Well, with the live show today, <coughs> how did you prepare for it? I mean, we did a lot of talking about the production actually and like yeah. making sure your beats were good and the mixes were right and Brett could work with them, which is cool because we don't often go in as in depth as we did with you. Yeah. You know, sometimes yeah. it's just like they send over a wave file yeah. with their vocals muted. You know what I'm saying? But like, how else did you prepare for today? Did you practice? Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I had, uh, like on the car ride here, I I had the set kind of playing on loop. Um, even like before making the set, I uh, I'll just be in my room trying to trying to make sure I could hit all the notes and stuff, blasting mm-hmm. it throughout the house. Um, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I I be uh, like self conscious about like the live vocals. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why I think like my artistry is important because. When I'm, when I'm like in the studio by myself, I can make sure like every take is exactly how I want it. Mm-hmm. But when it's when it's live, it's like, like if I fuck up, like like the first song I fucked up at the end, and I was Last like, note. fuck. <laughs> and then everyone was like, nah, bro, you can't be like whatever. <laughs> so it's like you gotta, you really gotta make sure that shit is clean. Yep. Um, yep. And you're you're performing at a at a certain level so for sure and that's one thing i've noticed with pretty much everyone we've gotten in so far is like everyone feels like a little extra pressure because you know we got we got five cameras on you we got microphones that are it's permanent on youtube yeah it's not a normal live show 
right. at a normal live show, you could hit the wrong note and nobody gonna notice. Right, yeah. Here it's, it's not gonna be played back. Exactly. Yeah. Here they can play it back half speed and right. really, really <laughs> take in that wrong note, you know? They can sample your wrong note into they a can, beat. They can make uh, review videos, like, ah, <laughs> Yeah, bro. reaction vids. Scroll back five seconds. <laughs> exactly. So there definitely is, like, an extra little layer of pressure to right. it. And so I feel like a lot of people have responded to that. Like, they, they feel it going in. And yeah. so they'll they'll do a little bit more practicing, a little bit more rehearsing, making sure the set's tight and all that. 100%. So with your music creation, where do you find inspiration? With lyrics, do you have things like come to mind randomly when you're out and about riding the bus or whatever and you got to write it yeah, down? Yeah, all the time. I it be it be coming to me when I'm driving, which is bad cuz I like I dead ass bust the phone out. While I'm going like 80 on the highway and try to like <laughs> write some lyrics down, but I will die for these bars <laughs> for real. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I'll, I'll be you'll you'll catch me at, at the bar, at the club, like in the middle of the club, looking at my phone, like writing down some lyrics. Like mm-hmm. uh, it don't matter what I'm doing. If I think of something, I gotta I gotta put it down because that. That one lyric could like change my life. So mm-hmm. if I think of something, I I just jot it real quick and mm-hmm. get it in there. So mm-hmm. and when you're you got a beat, I mean we talked about this a little bit earlier where they kind of come to life simultaneously. Yeah, but like if you got a beat and it needs lyrics, do you get inspired by the beat? You kind of just let it play with headphones on, and you're like, okay, this is how I'm feeling. Yeah, yeah. Usually. Uh, Usually, like, it it can be hard. Like, if I if I've been like working on a beat and nothing is coming to me, and I keep trying to like force it, like playing the beat over and over. But uh, usually, like, if it's a new beat or if it's a beat I hadn't heard in a while, um, usually it like speaks to me. Like, and I I just I just run with with the first like instinct because that's that's what a lot of this shit is. Is like when you hear something, your brain's, if, you, if you've been doing it for a while, your brain's going to tell you what you should say or, like, mm-hmm. where where the hook should go or, like, you know, whatever. It's, it's just following your instinct. So, um, yeah, man, like, usually right away I'll, I'll just think of something. If I don't, that's when I got to, like, all right, put it away, forget about it, and, and it'll come back to me at a, mm-hmm. at a later date. Go get my heart broken quick. Yeah, for real, 100%. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, going off that, I mean, on a serious note, like, do you think, like, do you get a lot of inspiration from, I mean, like, sad shit, like, going through something? or Yeah. Like, where does, like, the energy for your bars come from? Like, sure, you're driving, and it comes to you when you're driving, but, like, <clears throat> like deeper than that, you know? Like, what what fuels the bars? A lot of it, it's weird. It's like uh, every, so like everything is a, is a process, right? Like if you're, if you're, if you're driving somewhere, that's a process. And you know, like at this part of the process, I got to take a left. Mm -hmm. And then at this part, like, you know what I'm saying? So like 
I feel like it's it's the processes that inspire me. So like a lot of like like I said, like when I'm driving, a lot of times when I think of something, uh, I'll be at that left turn that I gotta take to to go to somebody's house that I that I used to fuck with, and I I drive past their house and be like, damn, that I used to be here all the time, or like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, damn this. I I used to start the car ride with this song every time I would drive to so and so house or like just random little shit like that where it's like it it'll just bring me back to to whatever I was doing in a in whatever period of time and uh I don't know it's a lot of the same shit though like all the I feel like you could you can like place my songs to like being about one person but they're also about like every person I've been involved with at the same time. Mm-hmm. I like that, actually, comparing, like, the car ride. Yeah. Like, the journey of the car ride to the journey of life. 100%. That's 100%. super cool. And and that kind of makes sense how you can, like, catch the inspiration while driving then. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to this person's house. or, I mean, and that's what people always say. It's about the journey, not the destination. 100%, bro. Sometimes being stuck in traffic sucks, but... Not if you come up with that hundred million dollar yeah. bar. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No, I found I found a lot of uh, serenity being in traffic because yeah. I, I be seeing people like swerving lanes and trying to trying to get past the next car. It's like, bro, we all going to the same place. Like, slow down, yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, we all stuck up in this going five miles an hour. Like. Right, we we in a car, bro. Like. <laughs> Hundred years ago, there was no cars, bro. Like you could press a you could press a pedal and go a thousand miles an hour right now. Like chill. I don't even know what it was that was so funny about that. Just we in a car, bro. Like a car, bro. Like, step back, realize it for a second. Like we really in a car right now. That's yeah, so bro. I be having those moments all the time. Like. Like right now, I'm I'm in I'm in Flavor Studios, like here right now. You really here? I'm here, bro. You're here. <laughs> no way. Brett's here, actually. <laughs> like Moses was just here. It's crazy. It is crazy, and like you know, and that's the saying. Like stop and smell the roses. For real, you bro. For a lot real. of people will be living in these times, not even realizing it. Yeah, like, like they go through the whole time, be like, oh, those were the good old days. Yeah, bro. Like. You're in the good old days right now. Yeah, like, yeah. enjoy it. Like, yes, sir. Because yes, one sir. day you're going to look back and be like, wow, I wish I could be that again. Like, bro, you are right now. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's just never ending. For real. A 90-year-old is going to look at an 80-year-old and be like, oh, I remember when I was 80. Bro, it, bro, one, one thing that changed my life, like, for real, like, this changed my life. Uh, it was, it was, It was one of them YouTube channels that does, like, real interesting videos where they take like regular people um and like ask them questions or whatever it was like it was like 90 year olds talk to uh Mm. talk to like 10 year olds and just like a lot of them a lot of the the old people was like my advice for you is is just to like be present and and uh enjoy enjoy the struggles enjoy the good times and mm-hmm. and and breathing all that shit it's like 
a lot of times we really forget that we're breathing, bro. Like, that's why meditation is powerful because you're really just sitting down and, like, thinking about how you function, bro. Like, how mm-hmm. you're still alive right now is because you're breathing. Yeah, and that's the one constant, age zero yeah. to age 90. You're breathing that you're whole breathing, time. You're breathing, bro. Breathing that whole time. Like, there's so much... Uh, there's so much that goes on to to keep us here that we don't even realize. Mm-hmm. So like all that shit, all that shit you be stressing about is not even important, bro. Exactly, and that's why it's about the journey because a journey of any magnitude comes with like some shit that goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, something's gonna go wrong. And exactly. Like, I remember in the first podcast we did with Flavorful Records was with Asparagus. And one yeah. thing we talked a lot about was they had this house show venue and it was like super sweaty, gross, musty, steamy, <laughs> Those bro. Be the best like, yeah, just like nasty as hell. But yeah. like we look back at that, like in the moment it was like gross. Like I got other yeah. people's sweat dripping yeah. on me. But we look back at it and we're like, those were the days. Bro, I like, wish I could be sweaty right now. Yeah. With a, like 100 people jumping. Like Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think that's what the 90-year-olds were trying to say. Like, be present. Like, get that sweat on you. Oh, and me? don't get mad. Be like, hey, like, we really out here. Like, right. We in a car. Bro. Next, <laughs> we really bro, in a car right now. Next time next time it rains, I think I, I'm, I'm going to just go outside, bro, and just feel it. Man, I... I really relate to that, man. <laughs> One time I was with this friend and it was raining and they were like, you want to go on a walk? And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's pouring out. They were like, come right. on, let's just do it. We go out. The first five seconds is like, oh, I'm getting wet. I'm getting wet. And then it's like, all right, I'm fucking soaked. Yeah. And then it's fun, man. Then what? It's right. fun. As, like, I was out right. there and I was like tripping out. I was like, because we, of course, we're the only ones on the street. Yeah. We were like in Minneapolis, only ones out there in the pouring rain. But I was like, why does nobody go out in the rain? Yeah, bro. It's <laughs> like, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's a, like shower. a shower, bro. It's yeah. a free shower. <laughs> for real. <laughs> like, come on. People Man. paying money for those things and they're free. Right. No, it was crazy though. I mean, and so I like what you said. Like, next time it's raining, I'm going to go on a walk. Right, bro. I'm going like, to just go out there. Yeah, you gotta you gotta enjoy shit like that, man. Cause one day one day you're not gonna be able to feel rain no more, mm-hmm. feel joy or you know all this all the stuff that we feel as humans. Mm-hmm. So it's best to feel it now while mm-hmm. it, while it's happening. Exactly, and like a lot of people also, I feel like don't realize how young they are. Yeah, even if you're fifty, it's like, damn, you could live to a hundred. You're only halfway done. Yeah, like come on, like that. Man, we like twenty three. You twenty three? Uh twenty three and uh damn in like two weeks or something. What's your birthday? The twenty sixth. Oh so my it's getting God. close. Three yeah, Brett's July, I'm July, what, G's what? July. Uh, Brett's okay. July ninth, I'm July second. Damn. July so y'all 26th. um Gemini? Nah, we cancer. Podcast over. Podcast over. Podcast over. I'm out. <laughs> nah, I, I got I got played by one by one cancer. Ooh, but never I, never no, I again. Fuck with y'all. Yeah, never yeah. again. I fuck with y'all though. <laughs> I'll put that beef aside for a second <laughs> to finish this podcast. I love that. Well, happy early birthday. Thank you. Thank That's you. That's exciting. I'll be hyping that up on the gram, man. 
yeah. What if we got your live set out? No, that's probably early. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably too early. early. <laughs> I'll post a picky. You how about that? Hell yeah. So with bringing it back to your art, right? We we're just talking about life and shit. Yeah, man. me. Woo, woo. <laughs> Bring it back to your art a bit. When you're making a project, how many like throwaways do you have? Like how many beats with bar? Like how many songs do you have on your hard drive that you don't release compared to that you do release? Man, I think uh, this album is different. I there there is zero throwaways. Woo! Yeah. Um, my last my last album in for it. I think I had, bro, I probably had like 50 songs that could have made it. Um, and then I, I I think M4 was like 15 songs. So, yeah. But this, this album, Zero Throwaways. Nice. How many songs on the project? The final GX, not the EP. Uh... 12 12 that's it, it's it's like 11 songs and then uh and then a little intro cool. that's like 30 seconds long so cool that's a little lengthy i mean you know i feel like 12 is actually pretty solid for an album but yeah and and the songs are kind of short like uh the the whole thing is like 30 30 minutes mm. so it's kind of it's kind of quick but definitely can get lost in it and and uh Feel the vibes. I'm hyped, man. GX coming out mid-August. Yeah. EP even sooner. A couple yep. singles. I'm hyped for that. Me too. So if it wasn't for music, if you weren't doing music, where do you think you would be? What, like, what kind of what kind of job would you work? What you know what I'm saying? Oh man. Not to get, I don't. Not to get like dark. Do it, bro. But I don't... <laughs> Do it. Someone turn the lights off. Turn the lights off. <laughs> no, um, I don't... I don't know. I think uh, I've I've told myself, like, for a long time, like, if it wasn't for music, I I, I don't think I have a purpose here. Mm. But I, I think I would figure something out. Um, I definitely want to, wanna, like, help people... And I feel like music is is like the way for me, but if it was something else, I don't know. I I think I want to be like some type of life coach or motivational speaker. Come to come to the high school and, and tell the kids about life or something. Saying, "Yo, I'm Uncle G. Yeah, here's yeah. what I learned. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll just smell I'll, the roses. <laughs> smell the roses, man. Go you in the, the car rain. right now. You in the car." <laughs> for real that's that's all i was saying and then i'll leave and everybody would clap <laughs> now nah, they'd be like what the fuck yeah, yeah. 10 k check we had to get recess for this yeah. <laughs> they mean it's all come in the gym for this <laughs> are you kidding me i love that i mean that's that's real talk though like for real though like without music it's like yeah you you hardly even seem to know what you'd be doing yeah 100 percent. like i there's like there's been times where I've like uh I've been like oh I gotta I've been working on music too much, I gotta take a break. And then like a day goes by and I'm like, bruh, I don't know what the fuck to do with myself, like or 
if I'm like all tapped out of ideas, I will force myself to go like try and make something because I just there's like not much else to do. But I don't know. I like I like playing basketball and playing video games. So you be a Twitch streamer or in the NBA? Yeah, yeah. It's got to be big, bro. Whatever I do has to be like (laughs) the highest level. Like I love that. Yeah, such as headlining for Drake. He's the opener, man. Yeah, <laughs> he's the opener. Real. Not letting that one go. <laughs> so looking like long term, you know we got we know we got your project mid August, but like that's short term, bro. Yeah, yeah. Long term, like what you thinking for your artist career? Your where do you want to go? You gonna stay in Minnesota? You gonna move out? You trying to just be the biggest artist? Trying to work with the coolest people? You got any like long term goals? Um. I I try I try not to think in like specifics when I think about long term. We in the moment, bro. Yeah, yeah. We in a car. Yeah, we we in the car right now. I think <laughs> uh, I don't know when I, when I think when I think long term it's more like uh being being like a inspiration or or how how Drake shifted the whole energy of a of of a location and put on for so many people and, and like Bryson Tiller, um, he he made a new wave in music like that's the that's the type of goals I have. Um, but like to be to be like more specific, I guess uh, I don't know. I wanna I wanna like start like music schools and 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 things like that and have a restaurant i'll be talking about having a restaurant with axel bro this man axel what was it last weekend tacos the tacos i saw it on snapchat boy brett dude sh- brett bro. brett came over one day and he was like yo axel made these tacos bro and like <laughs> how did how did how'd they look how'd they, they look, look so far man they look they so tasted fire. a thousand times better than Whoa, how they look bro that's super because they look fire they was a thousand times fire bro yo, like that's that's ghost pepper shit yeah man. axel Ooh. axel finna carry me in the kitchen bro like this man <laughs> I'm a. I'll just put my name on a on a dish or something. <laughs> yeah, it'll be G's restaurant. <laughs> Axel's head chef. <laughs> oh me, that, that Wavy's working the line. Yeah, man. So yeah, I wanna. I don't know. I just. I just really wanna like give back and and do some fun things that's not music related. Uh, movies. I wanna. I wanna direct and and write stories and a lot of shit. A lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Be I wanna I just wanna be like influential and, and inspirational, mm. I guess. Yeah, I mean that's I feel like a few of your answers have been like, I just wanna help people. Yeah, I wanna give yeah. back, you know? Yeah. You're saying open a school, the work yeah. for music, maybe motivational speaker at schools. <laughs> Clearly yeah. you're drawn to the schools and what does school mean? It means teaching the kids. Man, yeah. I just I just have like a like a toxic relationship with school, like, cause it it was just never for me. But I I know like education is important, so it's like you have a whole population of of kids who feel out of place at school or yeah. like aren't aren't being taught the way they would be most receptive to. So like I felt like I was one of those kids who like 
was in this system that that wasn't really for me, and it, it was hard for me to learn that way. So I want to like shift that shit, and, and I don't know, man. Fix up education. Yeah, like it didn't 100%. work for you, but it shoulda. Yeah. Why didn't it? And I feel like that's so true with a lot of people, and like. I mean, on so many different levels, like so many people be getting bad grades and then they open up a business that changes yeah, the whole world. It's like, yeah. well, what? Well, they got bad grades. They were a bad kid. All right, yeah, They bro. got arrested for weed or something. It's yeah. like, now they're running a business? How does that work? You know, but. I remember like in all, bro, all throughout school, I, w- I would hear the same thing every year, every semester. They'd be like. You're so you're so smart, but you don't apply yourself. I I was the type of kid that that did no homework. Uh, I would I would fuck off in class and and all type of shit. But all of my tests, I would get good grades on all the tests because I knew the shit. But bro, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna send me home where I got friends down the street. I got the Xbox inside. Mm-hmm. I got I got I can make beats, all that shit. Mm-hmm. You think I'm about to do homework? Like <laughs> yeah. fuck no, bro. Like I know the shit, but I'm not finna I'm not finna work outside of this school building. Like Yeah. But I don't know. It's it's kinda twisted to me. Fruity loops my homework. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the way. Hmm. That's real talk, man. We'll together we'll transform education. Yeah, man. That's, that's a, a that's a beast of a problem, bro. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Like that's big. That literally the the generation that's coming up decides that future. Mm-hmm. So it's like what these kids are being taught today, like I I'm kind of scared for the next generation because like their 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 heads are stuck in the in the phones like all day like that's the new babysitter bro is is a is a iPad and and yeah all these kids are watching like TikTok 24/7 it's like kind of scary but i don't know i feel like i feel like there's always a select few like no matter what generation it is that that transcend and like Shoot for shoot for better, mm-hmm. but we just need GX one thousand up in the gymnasium <laughs> with microphone. Oh me, hey kids, listen, smell the roses. We in the car, man. You in the car right now? <laughs> you can't drive yet, but you in the car, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, there's a bunch of kindergartners. Like y'all are literally five right now. Y'all listen, are in the car, man. Y'all are five, and you're in the car. <laughs> it's like, what is this dude saying? <laughs> That's so funny. I hardly even know what you're saying at this point. <laughs> Let alone a five-year-old. I love it. Hey, that's real talk, though. We're trying to change the world, you know? And that's why we all here now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was... I that's was, what brought uh, us together. Yeah, I was, I was reminiscing on the... It must have been the first time I came here. I forgot what the fuck. I maybe I don't think he's live set. I think that was the second time. Mm. I feel like we just slid here one day and was like, so. "Come check it out." Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I think you were like showing us some clothes and stuff, and mm. and I was just looking at uh the art on the wall and like all the all the things that uh. 
you've been up to. Mm-hmm. Just just with the art and and seeing the YouTube channel grow and and uh, I I remember I remember thinking to myself like you're up to something big and that's like that's how I've always felt about myself and it's so hard to find people that are up to something bigger mm-hmm. like. I don't know. That's that's why that's why I'll gladly come here and 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 do a set because I know we kind of we're we're kind of aligned on the mm-hmm. on the similar path. No doubt, all of Mirage, you know, yeah, all of Flavor yeah. World, and like I I remember that like right after Wavy's live set, you were kind of talking to me. You're like, "Yo, like I need to do a live set." Yeah, you just you saw what was happening. Yeah, had to get in the mix with it. Man, that yeah, that shit, that shit uh, blew my mind, bro. Like just how the set looked and, and the the energy wavy, bro. I was like, wow, crazy. Yeah, I don't know if we've had energy quite like that since, honestly. Wavy, wavy is always. Uh, I, I feel like anybody he meets, they they kind of they'll kind of say the same thing. Like that that's a high energy human being right there, mm-hmm. like. Especially on stage. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. And that's the thing I love about Wavy is, like, we'll sit here and have, like, a real genuine conversation. Or, like, or like I remember I was, like, trying to set up camera angles. And he comes up and he's like, yo, you need help with anything? Like, yeah. how's this looking? Like, yeah. just, like, really trying to help out. You give him a microphone and you put him on stage and it's, like, taking Boom. it to a level, bro. Yeah. Like, woo! Yeah. He out the car, bro. Like, he going crazy. Bro, I feel like, I feel like... Wavy could perform for like one deaf person, bro. And they'd be lit <laughs> as fuck. Like, yeah. like I don't know, bro. He just he just built different. Literally, he literally built different. Yeah, man. He circle shaped. <laughs> he literally built different. Built different, bro. I love it. Cool. Where you where you see? What what do you think we should do with Flavor World Records? You know, you got any advice? Um, I I don't I I feel like y'all are doing like an outstanding job already. I don't I don't want to like I don't know, bro. I always I'm always like hesitant to like give people advice because I know like most of the most of the shit you learn is like from personal experience. But um. Uh, my my one piece of advice would just be like keep doing what you're doing, bro. Like mm-hmm. it's it's beautiful to come here and do what we just did and like seeing uh seeing kind of what you guys are up to and yeah, man, just keep just keep rocking with it, bro. Mm-hmm. And it'd be nice for you to then see the live set get released. Yeah. And you were there of every part of that journey. Yeah. When me and you were talking inspiration for your set, you were yeah. sending beats, and then you were like, wait, actually, I'm going to do this. Song. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know? I switched up the songs like 30,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So it'll be cool to have that finished product. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited, bro. 100%. I am too. You lucky listeners have the joy of going and watching it right now. Right now, we cast. still gotta edit that shit and wait for it. Right, <laughs> bro. weeks away in our time. You know what I'm saying? Man, love it, bro. Well, it's been an honor. I got nothing more on my list of questions. 
I got all right. I got, I got one. I got one question Ooh. for Flavor World. That's this is the first question. Yeah, you man. Ask I, back. I feel like I feel like uh, interviews should should be conversations and, and not go. not just one person asking questions. Anything you got? What's up? But uh, what what's the what does like music mean to you, or what does music mean to Flavor World? Like, cause I I'm. I don't know. You don't. You don't see a lot of like uh, people that are in like the the visual art world that that tap in so heavily with with the music and want to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm just curious. Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I largely see music as like this underlying fabric of culture. Yeah. You know, it's like you go anywhere in the world of any age of any whatever in the world they like music yeah they got their music like it's everywhere it connects everyone yes and there isn't like quite another art form that i feel like is that like universal Yeah, yeah so i've always been really amazed by that and lately i've really been seeing it on like more of like a a real a real scale, I guess, or I've, I've been experiencing it more is what I'm yeah, trying to say. Yeah. Like I, I had those thoughts, but now it's like, you know, I, I link up with, I link up with you and you, you know, these other people that I know from somewhere else. It's like, I feel like music is truly like connecting up the community. Yeah, huge. And I feel like every creative, whether they're a painter, an artist, a photographer, a fashion designer, it's like, if you can network with the whole music community, you're going to get to know every single one of those people. <laughs> yeah, for real. So I really see music as just like this, like, uh, I guess just, yeah, that underlying like fabric where everyone's connected up through this music. If It feels like, a, like music to me has always been like um, a language that I could understand and I could like, speak to other people and like if if I didn't like I was never I was never popular so I couldn't I couldn't like have like conversations with all the popular kids but part of the reason why I started making beats is like I had something to show them so so I would I would make beats and stuff like that and it was music that I connected with certain people like without music I wouldn't I wouldn't know Axel Mm -hmm. and uh I wouldn't I wouldn't know like any of the friends I have today or like my family so uh yeah I, I that's that's crazy yeah I just feel like it really brings people together you know yeah like there's a reason they sing songs at church yeah there's a reason we sing happy birthday yeah you know? yeah and that's actually one thing I, I knew this guy that uh, oh, I met this guy, and he was he was a little older. He was in, like, his 30s. He had just come to America from Africa, a blessing mm. to run into him. But one thing that he said to me was that he he was surprised at, like, how little we sing together. He was mm. saying that, like, from where he was in Africa, they had a song for everything. Yeah. Like, like the only time we really all sing together is, like, happy birthday. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But he was, like... Man, someone would get married and we'd sing that marriage song. You know, yeah. someone would get a new job and we'd sing that new job song. Like Damn. he was like, we had music for everything. We had that song for everything. Yeah, and that always really fascinated me. Where it's just like, 
I'm like, yeah, and that's really what like happy birthday is. It's just like we're celebrating. We yeah. all know the lyrics. Yeah. No, no one's forgetting those lyrics. No, nobody cares if anybody's <laughs> off key or like Exactly. Like we yeah. all just coming together. And like it's another thing I felt a lot with like drum circles. You ever mm. do a drum circle? I I've heard I've heard the <sighs> the the term before. Dude, we gotta have a flavor world drum circle. <laughs> It's crazy, I'm man. about it, bro. Basically, it's just everybody literally gets in a circle. Everybody got a drum, and you just start like vibing. Like yeah. someone just lays down a boom, ba boom, boom. Yeah, just like the a, next person's just like, like a... did Oh yeah, okay. Like everyone just does their own thing. Yeah, but it all just like comes to life, and like at a certain point, like you're not even thinking about what you're hitting. You're not even. It's just this like. It's it's beyond words, bro. Like that everyone shit, just links up. Your minds just link up. I'm picturing like like everybody's in the circle, and then like a just like a orb of light starts no, literally. like literally rising from the ground in the center, <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, boom. <laughs> yeah, everyone's looking at it, like yeah. increasing the speed a little bit. Tell yeah, shit, yeah. Bro. No one stop. <laughs> We're doing it. No, nah, that shit is real though. Like. We we definitely gotta gotta tap in with one of those. I'm literally gonna write it down right now. Flavor <laughs> World Drum Circle. Hey, y'all are all invited. Anyone that's listening. Oh uh, me. But I mean, I'd say that's like that's that's probably my answer. It's just that I feel like music really connects up everybody. And um, with Flavor World, I really wanted to. I mean, I never wanted it to just be a clothing brand. That was never the intention. I like the. You know I what like I'm saying? The, like, yeah. for me, the clothing was, um, I guess, like an easy play, but I don't really like the word easy. I feel like it just made the most sense. Yeah. Like the least friction play, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Like it, it was just, it wasn't easy because it was easy. It was easy because it made the most sense, and I wasn't gonna force nothing else. Why? Just, why? Why did it make? The most thing. I think because, like, what I wanted to do was build a brand. Right. I, I feel like it's all about the brand. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, Flavor World in itself is not much. It's this room, but then it's like, what is this room? The room is the paintings on the wall and the people in it and the art we're yeah. making. Like, like, it's not, like, Flavor World is not, like, a, anything. Yeah. It's just, like, an idea in everyone's minds. So, yeah. like, I was like, we got to make a brand. and. So clothing is like such a good way to make a brand. Yeah. Where it's very visual. And like when someone buys a shirt, they they're a walking billboard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It, it's like a conversation piece. Yeah. So at the Urban Outfitters pop-up I was doing, I sold a guy a bro, shirt. I'm so mad I, I I didn't slide, bro. I'm 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 disappointed in myself. It's sorry, you literally in the studio right now. Yeah. <laughs> this is way cooler. This is way cooler. <laughs> don't sweat it. Don't sweat it. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, yeah, just no, don't sweat it. But there's a guy that came in to the Urban Outfitters pop-up and he got a shirt. He didn't know me at the time. He got a shirt and he was a musician. Mm. And he wore it to a show that night. And he was on stage with, with the Flavor World shirt on, which is yeah. so cool, so cool. I had another friend, like just another friend, distant part of Minneapolis, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He DM'd me that night and he was like, yo, I talked with this dude for like two hours after he got off stage. He was wearing a Flavor shirt. We talked all about Flavor and like the Minneapolis scene and like yeah. they're saying that they had this like long conversation and they 
you know, we're talking about flavor as a part of it. Yeah. If my dude wasn't wearing that shirt, they wouldn't have had that conversation. Bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's uh, nothing into something. Exactly. Exactly. So that's where I saw clothing as being a really strong, like, branding element. Like, there's no better way to build a brand, at least from nothing into something. Yeah. But now we got that something. Now, now that clothing established that brand, so now we're like, all right, what's that next step? Yeah, fuck yeah. To me, that next step was music. Yeah. You know, and I always kind of had that in mind. And then stars aligned and met a few of the right people, Brett included, sitting right there. And it was just like, now's the time. Like, we got to branch into music. Yeah. So that's what music is to me, man. I mean, and that's on like, that's on like a brand, business, creative level. I mean, just like... Me chilling there, like with my headphones on. Yeah. Like, I like the way I put it is like I've honestly I love to paint, but I've never had a painting make make me cry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I've had music like bring me to tears yeah. and shit. Like Heck yeah. I've had music like get me like fired up, so where I'm like doing a skate trick I've never done before. Yeah. Like doing those extra reps in the gym. It's, like it's fucking weird, bro. Like yeah. how that shit can happen. Yeah, so it's got, it's, and that's what I'm saying, like, I never see a painting that make me want to do 13 reps instead of 12, you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, like, and that's coming from someone that, like, loves painting, like, I'm obsessed yeah. with that shit, but, like, still, music just, like, has something else to it, like. Yeah, bro. Carries a little deeper energy. I Like, sometimes, uh, with the... Uh, I'll just I'll just lay in bed like and uh, I remember it was it was weird with uh, Serenity my EP from last year. Um, I remember I f- I finished recording the songs and I was at Wavy's house, and I I remember like having the headphones on just listening to like oh maybe there's something I gotta edit or anything, and I fell asleep. And, like, it was the weirdest fucking thing. Like, I went on a trip. Like, I was half asleep, half awake, and I was just in, like, a in a different universe, bro. And, like, music has done that to me so many times where I'm, like, dead-ass tripping. Like, I just took drugs, bro. Like, just off the music. Like, it's I, it's incredible. It's, it's wild. Shout-out music. Man, shout-out, bro, like... Who was the first motherfucker to make music, <laughs> bro? Like, what was that? What was that motherfucker thinking, bro? Like, bro? I got an idea. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I'm in the car right now. I'm gonna I'm enjoy in the this car shit. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He had like his mallet above his head, and he was like, "What if this shit sound good though?" <laughs> like, <laughs> bonk. He's like, Whoa. yo, <laughs> y'all gotta hear this bong. The, bro, this bong's better than those bongs. The homie at the next village was like, whoa, bro. <laughs> like, I heard that bonk from here. That bonk bro, was a little different from them bongs. They might have, they might have been doing concerts back then too, just, just bonking shit, bro. Like, <laughs> bonk, 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 
boom, boom. I mean, honestly, they kind of were. Like, I don't think there were concerts. There weren't, you know, it was no GX up on stage, like, you know, performing you know, you know in Skyway or nothing. I don't know. I think it was more, like, communal. You don't you know? think there was one that was, like, the Drake of the, of the <laughs> village that was, like... Drake of the Stone Age. I was like, yo, 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 uh... Your community show is cool, but mine just sold 30 villages <laughs> out. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Nah, bro. I know, I know what you mean, though. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean, dude. I like to believe that. <laughs> bro, the shit talking back then must have been crazy. Bro, yeah. like the beefs back yeah, then? Yeah, the like, medieval beefs. Caveman Joe was dissing... Uh, Caveman Bill in the studio, bro. Yeah, like, hey, yo, your bonk's out flat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. My bonks are eq to perfection. <laughs> the fuck's EQ? <laughs> you ever think about that? Like, the first the first person to, like, EQ some shit? Like, how the fuck did they do that? Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing, like, mind. first person to make music, first person to EQ. And actually, one thing... Sonoma said, who was here, she said this last night that I thought was so interesting. She was like, I wonder how much, or, or like, she, what, what did she say? She was like, there's probably so much suppressed creativity in like the Middle Ages, you know? Like, yeah. like we here and like, I can paint a picture for five bucks. That's nothing. Yeah. We can make music on our laptops. Like, it's nothing. We got these microphones in our hand. You know, like, we can make anything. Yeah. But it's like, man, back then it's like, paints were like, a hundred bucks for a tube of paint or whatever. Like making music, so you had to get a thousand dollar violin or something. Yeah. It's like they're probably like holding in so much creativity. I think though. I think the the uh, maybe at like a mid level, but I feel like the most creative people were were figuring it out. They probably mm -hmm. you know didn't have the resources or didn't have the money or whatever, uh, and it was like. Fuck it. I have to do, like, I yeah. have to do this. Like, this is my purpose or whatever. And there was like, uh, literally, let me smash up some berries and, and yeah. like, make some paint out of that yeah. or something. Like, and that, like, I don't know how to make paint. It's because yeah. of them being yeah. so creative. The purest creative. I'm just creating things based off what they did. Yeah. It's I'm like sampling it. their paint colors. Bro, you know? that's the crazy thing about artists. Like, you're... I don't know, like, you'll never... Nothing's it's hard. entirely original. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's sampling everyone. Exactly. You didn't invent a piano. Yeah, like... You're stealing that man's notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like... But it, but the the people who, who, who become whoever they are at the highest level, they, they take those inspirations, but add something entirely new to it mm -hmm. that's like that's like the challenge i feel like anybody can copy something but uh how how can you how can you make it yours and, and make it new and make it different mm -hmm. something out of nothing yeah you know the da vinci's the michelangelo's yeah or another one isaac newton physics master i feel like underrated for just creativity that's wild to me bro like how do you create like or like how are you the first person to like put some numbers to mm -hmm. the shit like well and that's the thing man not to get too deep into physics and all that but like <laughs> i was i was like 17 like working my absolute hardest studying calculus 
all night homework. I can't relate, bro. Getting bad grades. Like, I was studying, like, so hard, so complicated. Isaac Newton, when he was 17, he invented calculus to describe the things he was discovering in physics that he couldn't describe. Like, I was like, bro, I'm spending, like, three hours doing homework trying to learn this shit. He was, like, writing that shit. You know what I'm saying? What? Like, Come do you on. think that's easy? Like, what if he, what if, what if all that shit is like, what if he just made some shit up, bro? And that's, that's <laughs> we're what we, still using. That's it. what we live by. <laughs> we're still using it. <laughs> yeah, like he he might have had the easy route, bro. He made <laughs> yeah. it hard for everybody else. Yeah, like, he was like, everyone's gonna fucking believe me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that shit is yeah. That shit blows my mind, bro. I didn't know. I didn't know he was seventeen. Man, he was young as hell, doing bigger things than bigger planet and sh- math physics shit than i even know man like and that's crazy like and that's the question like do you think people have gotten smarter you know like have we evolved has humanity humanity evolved into getting smarter have have we just gotten more tools oh my gosh i'll I be thinking about that a lot um i think here's the way i i I think about like progression, right? Cause I know, uh, I know like your parents, for instance, they probably look at uh, the technology. Like, have you ever had like your grandma or something be like, "How the fuck do I turn on this printer?" Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. like, they don't, they don't be knowing how how the shit we use on a day to day basis or the shit we could do in our sleep. They be like calling you. Mm-hmm. However, like don't don't even know how to Google this shit to mm-hmm. figure out how like I feel like one day we're gonna get to that point and mm-hmm. we're gonna be calling our grandkids trying to figure out how to turn on the brain chip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> whatever, like whatever the new shit is, but like I don't know. So I think I think like as we get older, we just get dumber, bro. And like mm. As, I mean, as, do we get dumber though, or do like just new shit? Or maybe shit come like on? we we just we slowly change. just like flatten the curve or whatever. You just get outdated. Yeah, yeah. Honestly. I think people lose curiosity too. Brett says you yeah. lose curiosity. Yeah, as, as definitely. That's that's like hmm. my biggest fear, bro. Is 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 to like feel the need to not learn anything new or like be curious about shit like mm-hmm. people people that think they know it all scare the fuck out of me bro mm-hmm. like i i can't talk to people like that because you don't yeah bro <laughs> like you don't bro like straight up right you in the car too motherfucker yeah, like bro, you we don't both in the car bro we <laughs> like <laughs> we yeah, both bro. in the car going five miles an hour <laughs> like you don't know how to work no brain chip either right, right. <laughs> Hydroelectric brain scanner printer shit. Come Bro, on. You you ever watch uh Black Mirror? Yes, sir. That shit does that does that shit scare you? A little bit. I mean, thankfully you think it's, you I think mean, it's realistic. You know, I mean it's fiction, you know? So it's like I, I think it's like that's a, that's a good question. That's yeah. a good question if you think it's realistic. I think, you know, it's impossible to say if it's accurate. But I think yeah. it's I think it's fair like uh, daydreaming of a future. Like I feel like there's not much like uh, realistic 
uh, ideas of the future. You know, like we got like Star Wars, Star Trek. It's like, yeah. okay, that shit not going to be happening. Like, yeah. that's just us, you know, back to the future teleporting cars. It's like, that shit's not going to happen. Right. But, like, Black Mirror's kind of like, ooh, like that shit could that happen. That kind of close, B. Yeah, like, like that kind of yeah. like, like, okay, that kind of hitting. Like, yeah. that got me thinking a little bit. And so that's what, like, I don't know if it's realistic because, like, it hasn't happened yet. So, like, the future ain't realistic because, the only thing that's real is right here in the Flavor Studio. Yeah, but right. Like, in the in the car, we in the car. Right we now. in the car right now. Yeah. But like Black Mary ain't in the car. They're like you know way up at they they not even in traffic, bro. Yeah. They on the overpass. Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like come on. Nah, the 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 two episodes. Sorry, I'm like prolonging this shit, but we're talking all night, man. Yeah, twelve hour <laughs> podcast. <laughs> We're at an hour left. What? Golly. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Yeah, I swear. Can. I swear. Uh, Probably people <laughs> listening, like they're talking about cavemen and shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, wrap it up. Oh, um, no. One thing, like the two the two Black Mirror episodes that, that I think are like realistic or freak me out is the one with the fucking robot dogs. Mm. If you remember that one. And then the one where it's like it was basically like everybody had uh, the app where it was like you rate people as mm. like they do shit or like when mm. you when you have a conversation with them you rate them. Mm-hmm. That's like Instagram, bro. Yeah. That's that's or like Tinder or all of them shits combined. Yeah, I mean, but, yes, you could say that those are like the beginning of that. Yeah, we're getting conditioned like, oh, I like that, I don't like that. Yeah, just kind of judging people real quick like that. Yeah, man. That's true. And that even reminds me of what some, like, I think about it. I I heard, a, I think I heard about it with, like, China, where it's, like, some social, like, ranking scale. Mm. You get some sort of, like, like, like a, a, a number that follows you, kind of, that sort of thing, where it's, like, oh, you didn't show up for, to work? It's, like, that shit's tracked now. That's on your government ID, like... Like you're the so that shit is already real. I mean, in a way, yeah, like early stages, you know what I'm saying. But I don't know too much about that system, but I have heard about it before, where it's like, yeah, you know, and and that the Black Mirror portrays it on like a much scarier level. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's rating you. Yeah, you know, it's not just like your fuck ups are marked. It's like this person didn't like how you made their latte. (laughs) (laughs) They giving you a one. Now you can't rent a car when you go out to L.A. Right. Nah, that shit is freaky for sure. That shit is freaky. But what is not freaky is Jeremiah's live set here in the Flavor World studio. Yeah, man. We in the car, man. <laughs> we in the car. We recorded the whole thing in the car. In the car. <laughs> Longest podcast in the car. Yeah, man. Hey, real talk though. Appreciate you so much coming by. Yeah, bro. Today was dope. So hyped to like edit it. And like it's always so good when we get done filming and I'm just like, I'm ready to edit this. Yeah. You know? Like Brett was saying that too. Like I went over to him after like the second song. We weren't even done yet. Yeah. He was like, "Yo, like I'm hyped to mix this." Yeah. <laughs> like, Hell yeah. You know that's always a good sign. When, I'm like, I'm glad I just get to wait for y'all to to do yeah. your thing and your and work's done, man. You kick product. back, like yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm I'm hella excited and, and hella grateful for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Hella grateful that that y'all are on on some big shit. Hell yeah. You know. You here with us. Yeah, man. You in the same car. Hey, man. We we all in the car, man. We all in the car. It's a van. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bro. We need some more seats in this. Bro. We got a whole 18-wheeler filled with the homies, <laughs> bro. Like, come on. We all in this traffic. <laughs>
I love it. Well, woo! Without further ado, thank you, bro. That thank up, you, man. thank you. Appreciate you. Yo, you the man. Mirage in the building. Yo, Axel got a word. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Yeah, Brett, auto tune yeah, that hell up. Yeah. Can you please mix that for us? <laughs> a little reverb, a little distortion, make that buttery smooth. Oh, me. Love it. Yeah, no, please do. Please do. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Cue the outro, Brett, GX, in post production. <laughs> Love yeah. y'all so much. Minneapolis, St. Paul, on the map, baby. Woo! Uncle G. No, wait, hey, I keep man, saying hey, that, man. Bro. Wait, is Uncle G here? Hey, man. What the hell? Nah, man, get me off of this shit. Alright, we done. We done. <laughs> we done. Uncle G out, bro. Girl, you know what I'm here for. If you want me to, I'll spend the night. If there's no one else around for you, yeah. Tell you on two for me. When you on still some me. Tell you on two for me. Money on still, 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 still